Hey, welcome to Sunday Morning with Greer Church Without Walls. My name is Jonathan Wagner, and I will be sharing today, along with anybody who happens to be here with us, uh, feel free to uh, listen after the end of the service. I'm going to tell a brief story of how the uh, Greer Church Without Walls started and, uh, you know, where we are today and, and why we, we do this. So uh, here, moving on, um, just uh, let you know we have uh, Anchor Podcast is the, the tool that I use, and, and Anchor is free. Uh, they'll find you, uh, you know, sponsors. If, if there's anybody that matches sponsoring, um, they offer tools and a tool set that are fantastic for... Uh, uh, you know, recording your podcast, uh, or you can upload from a you know a, a you know, better tools. Uh, oftentimes, I just use my phone, which the quality isn't as best as as good as it could be, but the uh, but the ease is very simple and straightforward. So check out Anchor.fm if you uh, think you want to start a podcast, and uh, well, you know, have a great day. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. Thank you for all you're doing and all you're going to do. I praise your name. Amen. kind of glad it's just the two of us today because it might actually be beneficial. <laughs> um, I had a text from somebody yesterday or day before yesterday and they said you know a lot of the people that I grew up with or I grew up respecting have just turned into real nasty people and I was like are you talking about family or somebody he said no just like at church you know and when I went to church with when I was a kid and they're just nasty people now. And if you don't agree with them, they're just nasty. Mm. And I was like, and I pointed out, I said that, you know, they think they're right and you're wrong and you think you're right and they're wrong. So, I mean, there's a little bit of, you know, back and forth there that could be had. Um, that's, but, what really it started started me thinking and and this is a this is a hard thing for but i think that the greatest or one of the greatest failings that anybody is a pastor or you know any type of person that's trying to help others spiritually spiritual leadership the great one of the greatest failings that you can have is to not talk about people being hypocritical mm. um and and it's hard because it's so easy to be hypocritical yourself and not realize it you know, it's like, mm-hmm. 
it, it's rough. And, and that, I think that's why there's so much hypocrisy is because a lot of times people, they, you don't realize you're being a hypocrite until something happens that snaps you out of it or pulls you back from it or, or you know, it, it, until you can get a, slight, a different perspective and then you're like, oh. And I think that when people get to heaven, that's going to be the biggest shock that people are going to have is God's going to say, you were a hypocrite. And then be like, but I didn't. And be like, no, but you did. (laughs) And I think that we have to ask ourselves daily, am I being hypocritical? You know, and I, I think that I don't, I don't, you know, the answer, what is hypocritical, you know, we, we can define what hypocrisy is, but being what is hypocritical for each person it could, is different. I don't think it's the same. No. And I think that people don't realize that, and so they're like, well, I'm not like that, so I'm not being hypocritical. <laughs> but... I've seen more young people, millennials, I guess, pushed away from church and Christianity because of this than pretty much anything else. And... And it's a hard thing to balance because you have, you know, on one hand, you're like, okay, I know these things. You know, I hold these these things to be (laughs) self-evident. But on the other hand, it's like, but I don't want to, but I also know. So there's tenets of the faith. There's things that you just believe. And as a believer, you believe those, and you should believe them. I think that the problem comes in when you try to hold other people up to that same standard. And you may not be perfectly meeting that standard yourself, and so you're like, well, I'm meeting it better than you are, but that's not what they see. They just see you not meeting it, and you trying to hold them up to it. And that just drives people away. So I, you know, I don't know. It's 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 hard. I think that the biggest thing that we have to learn is that we. Uh, it goes back to a simple thing. I think Jesus said it: "Judge not, lest you be judged." Mm-hmm. And it makes it pretty easy, because I don't think you can be hypocritical, if you're not judging people. Maybe. Maybe you can be. Maybe you can, you know, in, in your actions. But I don't think it's going to impact. People aren't going to look at you and, and be driven off by it. They may just feel sorry for you. Um, but it's just, I don't know, it really bothers me. that, And, and you know, and it's even the hard part about, one of the hard part things 
that's hard to talk about hypocrisy is talking about hypocrisy and calling it out is so easy to be hypocritical. hypocritical. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, it's like you talk about not judging. Well, are you judging my judging? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's like, uh, what do you do? I mean, that's why you, Jesus said, cast all your cares on me. I care for you. I don't think it's our place to point it out in someone else. No, it's That's not. The, the moat and the, you know, the, yeah. the log. I think that part of what I mean is, is like as, as a pastor, as somebody sharing that you want to talk about it. Right. But it's hard to talk about it without examples or without thinking about something and and that in itself can be hypocritical and it's really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like but and but it's dangerous to not talk about it to not bring awareness of it because people will then cause hurt and harm and mm-hmm damage to God's kingdom and you know obviously the first thing to do for all of us is to pray and say Jesus help me not to be hypocritical you know that's I mean that's the easiest and the most effective thing to do but we also need to just be aware of it in ourselves I think I think that's the big thing I think that we don't realize a lot of times we don't realize that we can be hypocritical we think that we can't be. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we think that, but I guess just the ego and the id. Do <laughs> you think it arises out of a, a lack of compassion? I don't think it's out of compassion. Hmm. I think it's out of a lack of empathy. Because... I think people can be very compassionate and really care and be extremely hypocritical. Yeah, that's true. But they don't empathize with the other person. They don't understand where they're coming from or where they are. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, they just... It's like, no, you're wrong. No, that's wrong. Whatever. And, and, you know, and it doesn't help when people, you know, like the person that I got that text message from, I know how their responses are when somebody talks back about something that they've said or posted or somebody posts something that's in disagreement to what they've, what they said. And they, they, yeah, (laughs) they don't have a whole lot of room for talk. (laughs) Because they get not very friendly and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they, you know, you know, and after a while they'll they'll admit it if you point it out a bunch of times. (laughs) As long as it's not on social media. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, But, you know, the point is, it goes, 
you know, back and forth. You know, it's 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 a two way street. I think that you can't really complain about other people being hypocritical without being a little bit hypocritical yourself. So it's kind of. Mm-hmm. So by God's grace, we're not complaining about people being hypocritical. We're just trying to raise an awareness of hypocritical, <laughs> of what it is. Yeah. I th- do you think we can avoid that by, let me say it this way. I see the one of the biggest problems in that area as being people professing to be Christians but not being Christ-like. Right. Well, getting, I mean, getting legalistic, and can't remember the exact scripture. I I hear it in my head, but I can't remember the reference. But you know, denying the power thereof, and that's really what it is. But I also was thinking about this in in um, reflection on the holiness movement, because. I know some people that were, you know, saved into holiness and believed with all their heart that they needed to be holy. They needed to do, you know, only do what God showed them to do because they wanted to not do anything to be offensive to God. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, looking at it, it's like extreme, seems extreme. But for them, it was okay. And if you look over time, they weren't telling other people, you have to do this or not do this. Mm-hmm. They were saying, you have to be holy for God. In other words, you have to find what God wants you to do to be holy, sanctified for God. But people one step removed are like, well, this is what they did, so this is what I'm going to do. And then people one step removed from that were like, well, this is what they did, so this is what you have to do. And so then it becomes a, oh, you're stepping over the line. You're not doing X, Y, and Z the way you're supposed to, which is hypocritical and judgmental and Mm -hmm. goes against the whole thing that the people that had the original experience with trying to be holy and sanctified were going towards. (laughs) And so it, if we're not careful, it's easy. I, I, you, you see that happening. I see it happen in lots of evangelical churches, lots of, you know, independent Baptist churches and, and others where, somebody founds a church and then and it's not I want to be careful because that's not a bad thing and you know their kids trying to help carry it on isn't a bad thing necessarily unless God you know unless there's other things but you know in and of itself there's nothing bad about that but if they start forming a Well, I guess what it boils down to is, is, like I've said before, if we're not careful, we make an image of our Jesus that we try to save people to, which is the ultimate hypocrisy and idolatry mm-hmm. and 
so we're saving people, you know, we're trying to lead people to our Jesus. And that doesn't fly. Hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't work. And, and yeah, we shouldn't have our own personal Jesus, as the song from Depeche Mode says. But we often do. But if we're aware of it, then we can say, well, God, I don't want to, you know, this is just how I have to interact with you. And I think God looks at that and goes, okay, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. But as long as I'm not trying to force somebody else to interact with him the same way. Right. That's between them and him. And, exactly. And that's, you know, where it comes. Now, there might be five million people that feel the exact same way. And there might be one person who doesn't feel that way, but they still love Jesus. And that's, you can't say that they're wrong just because the five million people feel one way. Right. And so, yeah, I don't even know why I'm going down this trail other than it's just been something on my mind. (laughs) And usually that means, okay, it's something to at least discuss so that somebody can think about it. I guess the whole point is, you know, do your best to love Jesus with all your heart, mind, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. Right. And if you don't worry about how your neighbor's loving Jesus. Yeah, don't worry about how your neighbor loves God or Jesus, and 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 don't worry about how your neighbor loves you. Right. If your neighbor doesn't treat you the way you think you should treat him, you treat him the way you know you should treat him. Right. Um, that's really hard. <laughs> sometimes it's mm-hmm. really hard. Because sometimes we know how we're supposed to treat somebody and we really want to treat them a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just as a quick aside, because that brought this to mind, in my own personal life, there are times when I interact with somebody and they just, not even that they say or do anything wrong, they just grate on me. Mm-hmm. And I've discovered over a couple decades of thinking about it and trying to figure out that, that usually it's because God's telling me, you need to pray for that person. There's something in their life that they need prayer for they need help with they need my love my care you need to pray for them and the devil is trying to push you away yourself is trying to push you away because i'm calling you to prayer and you're like "Eh, i don't want to (laughs) so i'm not even going to blame the devil necessarily because sometimes it's just we don't want to have to deal with that but i've learned that that's how that is so with your neighbor, whoever your neighbor is, there are times when you feel that just step back a half a step and say, okay, is this a spiritual thing? Is is God trying to ask me to pray for something for this person? And I don't know what it is, but okay, I'll pray for him. And I have found that either A, when I 
just say, okay, God, I don't know what's going on. Help them. Just take care of the situation. All of a sudden, the the abrasiveness, the problem just is gone. They're a lot easier to get along with. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Don't know what it was. Other times, I find out what they're dealing with through conversation or, you know, continued exposure talking to them. And it's like, oh, they really need prayer. A lot of prayer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, keep praying for them. Um, You know, so just that's something else to think about for, you know, whoever hears this whenever for us to think about that sometimes that's something. And that... I guess that kind of actually fits in. It's not really that much of a sidetrack because if God's telling you to pray for somebody and you take it as, you know, you push them away and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that, that's kind of hypocritical. Because <laughs> you would want somebody to pray for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, so. Um, I mean, it, but it's hard. It's not always easy. I get it. I'm not saying, you know, just do this and it's a piece of cake and you can just walk down, you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever. But anyway, so we just need to think about that. This week, whenever, just just think about it. Ask God to show you. Am I being hypocritical somewhere? So Jesus, am I, am I being hypocritical or a hypocrite in any aspect of my life that you want to show me right now that I can deal with? Because <laughs> sometimes it's a little bit dangerous to say, "Just show me every place where I fail," because then you feel like you know, yeah, like, okay, just squish me dead now, because that's all that I'm worth. And, you know, sometimes that happens, you know, not the dead part, but the showing you just mm-hmm. how bad you are. But, but you know, a lot of times Jesus is, is uh, faithful to show you these things, mm-hmm. but he does it in a gentle way and tries not to uh, cause too much trauma. So, I don't know. We just need to think about that. and Lord, we just ask that you'd help us to mm-hmm. consider it, to to be aware of it, to, to do what you would have us do, Lord. Thank you and praise you and bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.